0: The following is a presentation of the Belly Sports Media Network.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome into Rising to the Occasion. We're coming to you live real quick, uh, just kind of coming to you guys on the spur of the moment, just because we had some big news break today just a few hours ago that a legend is retiring. That's right, Nick Saban. And I realize now that we have a typo down below, it's not Sagan, it's Nick Saban uh, has retired. Uh, That's really big news. This is something that a lot of people were kind of expecting might happen uh and as we got closer to the time you know it just felt like it was further out there was a contract extension so obviously it can't be happening but we're going to talk about it and give you guys our reaction i've got both of my co-hosts with me tonight i've got both uh blake and jeremy with me tonight uh first starting off with you blake how you doing and how did the news kind of hit you
0: what a day guys what a day um I'll start by saying that as an Auburn fan, I've been extremely close to Nick Saban and the job that he has done since he got to Alabama. The rivalry is like none other, and we live it 365 days a year. Sorry if you hear my son in the- What he has done to that Alabama program uh can never be done again it's uh it's the greatest coaching job in history of college football and he is he's the goat he's the goat and it can never be touched he's better than Bear Bryant uh and he's better than anybody that you want to throw on the table he is he's the guy and At the end of the day, as just a college football fan, putting Auburn to the side, I hate to see him go because I love the sport with everything I got, and he means that much to the sport. He is great. He is excellent for the sport. Uh, And just the amount of kids that he put into the NFL and the amount of kids that come back when their playing careers were done – to want to learn from him and coach from him, the amount of coaches that come to him and said, hey, man, I'm down and out. Lane Kiffin, I'm down and out, brother. Uh, Steve Sarkeesian, I'm down and out, brother. All right, Steve Sarkeesian had a drinking problem. And he come to Saban and said, look, I'm on my last leg. This is it for me. I need help. All of those people and Saban turned their careers around, man. Saban, he lended the helping hand. It was more than just coaching and winning national championships. He was a people person, man, and, and he wanted to help people along his journey. And he did that. He left his mark on college football and, and what he did at LSU. and LSU, I remember as a kid, LSU wasn't great. And then when Nick Saban got there, in a short amount of time, he turned them around. And and they won a national championship. I know that hurts you, Josh, but they they won a national championship, and he he left to go to the NFL. And his style of coaching didn't work in the NFL. I get it, but that the minute he stepped off that plane in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, college football changed forever, man. And I, I you know I think we'll we'll always remember this, and and we got to be thankful that it, it happened for real, you know. And and that's me talking as a college football fan now me talking as an auburn fan i'm excited i can tell you right now i'm extremely excited because i know what we would have had to go up against it would have been that much harder for hugh freeze to get the job done now i i know that alabama is going to hire an excellent coach but do you really want to be the guy to follow the guy
1: no, you don't. And yep. what's what's crazy, you know, you're talking about how excited you are. Think of an Oklahoma fan, first year yeah. going to the SEC, the brutal schedule that Oklahoma has lined up. Yep. And now Nick Saban's gone. That just takes Alabama and puts a little less worry. I'm not going to say it's going to take all the worry out because I don't think Alabama's going anywhere just because Nick Saban's gone. I think they're still going to be a tough team. It makes it a lot easier without Nick Saban, though. Uh, and I think you it can knows. understand that. But uh, Jeremy, how about you? Where were you the moment you heard Nick Saban? Retired and shocked the college football world.
2: I was actually sitting in front of my TV and like normal, I had no notification come up and I usually just, just blow it off, just doing what I'm doing. But when I heard the name Nick Saban, I took a look at I'm like, okay, is he extending a contract or what the heck is he doing? Then I saw the word retire at the end. I'm thinking this has got to be a joke just because this, we're talking about the Nick Saban here, and like Blake said at the best, he's the GOAT in this situation. Nick Saban, this is a guy that has almost 300 career wins on his, on his resume. Uh, to, I looked it up to see exactly what his record was. He sits at 292, 71, and 1. This is a guy who has put so much blood, sweat, and tears into coaching and but I'm gonna go off a little bit. Of Blake said, so "Look at all the talent that he's brought into the NFL, and so on and so forth." This is coming from a guy that we may not truly see the hundred, full hundred percent emotion that Nick Saban puts into a day in and day out. But I can guarantee you, just by looking at his facial expressions, that Nick Saban, as much as he wanted to just keep the keep the roll tide going here, I. It just seems like to me there was definitely something that I, I haven't fully read a hundred percent of the whole articles for Nick Saban retiring and why he could, why he's retiring and everything. But I mean, this is definitely an eye opener and a jaw dropper for me. But like you said, it's, this is definitely going into ne- this upcoming college football season for next year that we were thinking for the SEC that we're used to seeing – it almost seems like every other, of every other year for Alabama, they have the national championship year, then they have the year that they don't want. Now, to me, obviously, this was definitely thinking for me or like anybody, a lot of people, that obviously this is the year that, uh, that Alabama didn't give it all. So this upcoming season, this is going to be a time that we're going to see them for a national championship potentially. But now with Nick Saban – Hanging the hat up and retiring, and seeing some of the potential five stars that they were going to be getting at Alabama, and now them decommitting to Alabama. I don't necessarily know if that's just because of hearing the Nick Saban retiring, or if there was another thing behind it, or whatever the cause is. But this is definitely one of those moments in college football that. The SEC and just the entire college football committee have, not death-wise, obviously, but we've lost a great one. and This is definitely going to be a real significant difference for just the state of Alabama and the Alabama Roll Tide Crimson Tide.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those days, like you said, it's it's a it, we lost a great one in the sport. You know, we didn't, I don't want to say it that way because it makes yeah, that's it sound, what I'm saying, sound worse than it. it is, but... He, we did we did lose him from within the sport, uh, and it's it's a day, man. It's going to go down in, in infamy, in, infamy as a day of sorrow for really all college football. Uh, it's a sad day, but you know, man, like Nick Saban's done coaching this. That sucks. But at the same time man you look around the nation there's a lot of happy people too uh, and so you know it's, it's really excited but guys if, if you're watching right now we want you to go ahead and hit that like button hit that subscribe button you can also comment down below because we are live right now and we will be able to see your comments so please jump in that live chat for us help us out um, but before we go any further of course this was huge shock and it was huge news to us but what's not news is how amazing Factor is. You can get started with your resolutions with Factor. Uh, so that you're ready for this new year. Factors Ready to Eat meal delivery service takes the stress out of meal planning and sets you up for success in this new year. Skip the the grocery stores, the prep work, cooking fatigue. Instead, get chef-crafted, dietitian-approved meals delivered right to your door with over 35 meals to choose from per week, including options like keto, calorie smart, vegan plus veggie, and more, plus over 55 weekly add-ons. That's right, they keep on adding more and more for you to choose from, go check out Factor. Uh, you'll have a ton of nutritious flavors to, and, and all kinds of options to kickstart your New Year's resolutions. One thing that I think is amazing with Factor is that when things get hectic and you know that you don't need Factor next week, Factor makes it very easy to be flexible. You can change up your order every week with plans from four to 18 meals per week, or you can pause them, reschedule your delivery times to any time, anytime that you need. Plus Factor now also offers loads of snack options like breakfast, uh, they have smoothies, juices, Snacks and so much more to choose from to keep you going no matter what is on the schedule. We've had Factor uh, for quite some time. Now I've used it for even before they became a sponsor on the show and I absolutely love Factor. It makes it very easy. You pop it in the the microwave for two minutes and it's ready to go and it tastes delicious. Otherwise, if you want a little healthier option, a little better tasting option, you pop it in the the oven for, I think it's seven minutes if I remember correctly. So you pop it in there. It is so easy and it's so good. Uh, I absolutely encourage you guys to go and check out Factor uh, you can go over to FactorMeals.com/Rising250 and use that code Rising250 and get yourself 50% off. You heard that right. Use code R I S I N G T O five zero and get yourself 50% off. Uh, so use that code Rising250 at FactorMeals.com/R I S I N G T O five zero and get an amazing 50% off, guys. That is a deal of a lifetime. Most of the time. We offer you maybe 10, 20% off of stuff. We're offering offering you 50% off with this deal with Factor, so go check out factormeals.com slash rising250 and get 50% off. I promise you will not be disappointed with this this meal delivery service. It makes it so much easier to plan and uh, meal prep, all kinds of stuff. I take it on the road with me, and uh, it's absolutely delicious. They also have protein shakes that you can take with you. Take it to the gym, factormeals.com slash rising250, and use that code for 50% off and let them know. That we sent you but let's go ahead and jump back into the a- action uh and get back to this uh and talk about what's going on here guys because with nick saban retiring i mean like like we already said it's it's very big news but you know and, and thinking of nick saban uh you know we we weren't really sure what to think of if nick saban were to retire but it didn't really seem likely it didn't seem like he's going to go out. If you were, if he would have won the national championship, I think this would have been a bigger talking point, but he didn't. He lost in the Rose bowl uh, to Michigan in kind of a heartbreaking fashion uh, you know, in overtime. Uh, so, I mean, looking forward, I, I think that's, that's something, but I mean, looking forward past Nick Saban, how do you guys think uh, that, that Alabama is going to recover from this? Uh, and do you have uh, Blake, I'll start off with you. Do you have some other coaching options that maybe they'll try to fall back on?
0: Yeah, the, the first thing I'll say is is there's been a report out there, and I don't know if it's true, but the, there's a rumor going around that uh, his wife, Miss Terry, that there's some health problems going on there. One thing I'll say is if that is true, uh, we just want to all the prayers, man, to the Saban family, uh, and and like I said, I, I just I've heard it as a rumor. I don't know if it's true, but if it is, uh, prayers up to them. And whatever's going on, man, God bless you. And we hope everything works out for the best. You know, we want Miss Terry. Uh, she's a good woman, man. and She and, is. Uh, wonderful. Yeah. Man. Yeah. And uh, so th- that's what I want to say first. Second is it, it was surprising today to hear this. And then to hear that Nick Saban's staff, they didn't know. They weren't informed. Uh, they were just told, hey, there's a meeting at this time. Be there. And we find out that Nick Saban is retired. So I, th- I think this has been on his heart for a little bit. You know, I, I think he has thought about this. And uh, you could just kind of tell on the sidelines, man, that he it's just, you know, and I know he's older now and everything, but the same fiery Nick Saban, it hasn't been there in a couple years, since 2020, honestly. The past three seasons, it's like he's kind of mellowed out a little bit. And the fire hasn't been there. And, uh-oh. Uh, and so, I could just – I always kind of said, like, hey, man, if, if he wins another one, he's out for sure. But then the coaching job that he did this year – that team wasn't supposed to go to the playoffs, and he still got them there. And so, I, I think it was a I think it was a stressful season. Uh, it put a lot on him, and them getting beat like that, the way they did, might have been the dagger, man. Like uh, that's a tough way to go out. And um, you know, so now that he is retiring, I look at the list. Of names, and Dan Lanning comes up to be one. Uh, you know, obviously, Dabo comes up to be one. He graduated from so, the University uh, of Alabama.
1: I, I, I saw an, uh, an ESPN article that pops up. I've, I've, I'm seeing names like James Franklin, Steve Sarkeesian, yeah. Dan Lanning, uh, you yeah. know, Mike Norvell, uh, and then Dabo Sweeney, and and uh, Dan Lanning was another one. But, you know, looking at, looking at all these guys, I mean, there, there's several of those that I just don't see being the guy to come on the list. You know, I think guys like Dan Landing, I think that, man, that, that's a tempting name to throw out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think Kalen DeBoer was another one. I don't see that being a fit in Alabama. Um, but, you know, just looking at him, I mean, what, what, uh, you you already kind of threw a couple of them out there, but does, do any of them kind of stand out to you more than the other?
0: James Franklin, no. Um,
1: no, definitely not. I, I don't see that even no. being a possibility.
0: Um, And, and DeBoer, no. Um, a, a fan well, favorite
1: to throw out is Lane Kiffin.
0: It's 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 these four. All right, it's Dan Lanning, Lane Kiffin, Dabo Swinney, or Steve Sarkeesian. That's the only four coaches uh, that that is in this race. That's it. It's that simple. And yeah. Dabo played at Alabama. He graduated from Alabama. Family still lives in Birmingham, Alabama, which is right down the street from Tuscaloosa. Uh, there's been a little. You know, back and forth with Clemson this past year, a little frustration. It could be Dabo. It could be Dabo.
1: Do, do uh, you go after, uh, you know, we'll, we'll probably bring this up here in just a minute, but do you go after maybe a guy like Mike Vrabel? No, no, absolutely <laughs> not.
0: Uh, Mike Norvell, Mike Norvell at Florida State, that might be a, a sleeper name that you could you, look you, at. You
1: do like that name? Because that, that was one of them I, re- I read off to you, but I, I just, I don't see, I don't know if I see that being a fit at Alabama. And I think Mike is building something with a big, a big brand right now
0: y'all want to know why i don't think lane kiffin is the fit right now at alabama
1: because he's doing so well at, at ole miss in my opinion
0: he talks too much on social media he yeah. talks way too much on social That's media alabama can alabama that. doesn't operate like that they're more of a military a military style operation where you keep your mouth shut you walk in a straight line you do your job and you're about your business. That's it. Where Lane likes to troll a lot, he likes to play around with social media. He likes to take funny pictures and post them on the internet, and all that good stuff. He likes to j- take jabs at coaches and interviews and stuff like that. That's not how Alabama operates. So I'm interested. Everybody keeps saying Lane Kiffin, Lane Kiffin. I'm interested to see where Alabama actually goes.
1: Now, Alabama's looking for a defensive coordinator right now, too, right?
0: they're probably looking yeah now they're looking for a whole staff yeah yeah pretty much the the new guy he's not gonna keep the guys that are there uh he might keep one or two but he's gonna want his own guys in there
1: good news is you can get rid of tommy reese so
0: (laughs) yeah and, and uh you know some people i just saw on twitter a while ago i don't know how true this is but some people are screaming for him to go to lsu so you know
1: i don't know about that I don't know about that, but I mean, I, I think there's, you know, there, the, the funny thing with a coaching carousel, uh, you know, and, and I feel like this is just about every time that, you know, a coaching position comes up is it just feels like there's a lot of names thrown out there and it's always a name that kind of catches you by surprise. Auburn is probably one exception because I felt like Hugh Freeze was at the top of a lot of people's list for for the Auburn job. That one may have just been very transparent, but, you know, just looking at this job, I just feel like, it's one of those jobs that is so wide open uh, that, you know, I could see a lot of people coming into it, but uh, Jeremy kind of going outside of that, I think, you know, going outside of just talking about Alabama and their future success um, what do you think uh, with, with Alabama? uh, I guess uh, maybe not Alabama, but what do you think with Nick Saban? Do you think he, goes into another, a, a different type of coaching role in the future? Uh, or do you think he actually does step away? Do you think he maybe becomes a commentator or some, some sort of you uh, know ESPN or uh, something like that kind of a, a talking head on there or something?
2: I mean, realistically, if, if Nick Saban does truly go out for good, it's obviously like we've all said, it's definitely not going to be the same, but I mean, for this, for this kind of particular moment, I wouldn't mind seeing Nick Saban obviously getting back into getting into the booth, excuse me, just because without Nick Saban and college football, it's just, it, it's just not going to be the same. Just cause I know obviously just yet alone the state of Alabama. I know, I don't know if you're smelling anything burning down there, Blake, if the world's gone mad down there, but I mean, uh, look, I mean, if, like i said if if Nick Saban fully completely goes out for good this is this is definitely going to be substantially different but i mean i would like to see Nick Saban get back into it maybe eventually i mean i understand that he's getting up there in age i think he's like 72 73 or whatever the whatever the number is but i mean Nick Saban's lived what feels like his entire life behind The headset and just it it would definitely not be right just to see Nick Saban just hang everything up and not not show his face again. So I realistically would like to see Nick Saban get back into just even into coaching something for example I don't I don't even care if it be high school football Nick Saban would probably lead that high school wherever he goes to every national championship (laughs) but I mean he
1: he would lead he would lead that high school to being
2: come back and if that if what you did say is true Blake obviously for Nick Saban's wife obviously our thoughts and prayers for everything. That's that's definitely one thing that you always have to put family first before any kind of thing like this in the situation. Of course, Nick Saban is in this situation. If that is true, but uh, realistically, I would love to see Nick Saban s- announcing somewhere, and I I think he would look pretty good on College Game Day. I think. I mean, I know there was talk about um, what's his name who always puts the um the mascot who picks for the win out uh, league or yeah, there you go. Then um I know there was talk for him potentially leaving, but I mean at the same time Nick Saban looked pretty good on college game day, I think, between him or even just I would love to see yet alone him and Pat McAfee just try and jaw jack each other. That would definitely be a that would definitely be another rivalry that I think we can potentially see behind the booth.
1: Well, you've seen Nick Saban show up a lot more on ESPN and really just in the media as, as a whole. Uh, you know, as a guest here and there just on on off off weeks or off moments and stuff like that and so i I definitely think yeah. that's a good fit for him i think he's definitely. he's got so much knowledge uh and and putting in the the work to coach a team is not nearly as much as it is just to be a fan from the outside and reviewing it uh you know like what 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 we do here is not even a portion of all of the research and all everything that goes in over at ESPN. But if he were to sign with, I'm, I'm using ESPN as an example, cause I think that's the most likely landing spot for him, but ESPN or Fox or, uh, you know, I th- feel like those are really the top two right now. Cause I don't feel like, uh, you know, CBS or anything like that is too big for college football, but, uh, just, just looking at it, man, I just feel like that would be such a perfect place for him. Cause he gets to put that, all of that knowledge that he's had as a coach, uh, and, and really has his entire life, in in college football um but you know looking out at, at the comments our, our guy jared clem says sec will never be the same that's one thing to bring up uh, is that yeah i mean the you know alabama does is, is going to be, be changed i don't think the sec as a whole is going to change and blake i love the look, the expression on your face um because i think that tells it all but i don't think the sec is going to be changed a whole lot just because you got other you got other teams, and I feel like the SEC has been cyclical. It feels like it's been stu- stuck in the same cycle for a little while. But you're going to have some mix up with Al- Al- with Oklahoma and Texas coming in, uh, and then of course you got other teams I think that are going to step up. And I, like I said, I don't think Alabama is going anywhere in the SEC. I just don't think they're going to be a top dog. Uh,
0: the SEC will never be the same. Oh. Woo. <laughs> Um, hot,
1: take. Hot, hot take.
0: That's hot. That's hot. That's uh, hot. I'm going to disagree, and it is the greatest conference in college football, and it it is
1: complete domination. It is now. Um, you you just added Oklahoma. It, I mean that boosts it, your stock, man.
0: Hey, Oklahoma and Texas. That makes it even more powerful. And but in, uh, if in if Sarkisian if Sarkisian
1: leaves Texas for Alabama, mm-hmm. man that that. That's such a blow, and then you've got Quinn Ewers coming back too, which I think shakes things up with Arch Manning. If, I mean, if Steve Sarkeesian leaves, they're probably both leaving. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Like, there's there's so much that could happen if that if that happens right there, or if you know, if you take Dabo Sweeney, now the ACC is completely obliterated, uh, just like that. There, there's a lot of, just just from this one move, I think there's so much that goes into it. I mean, the ACC's already hurting from everything with the Florida State stuff kind of going on, all that drama. Uh, and then, of course, I think Dabo makes sense, too, because of some of his frustrations here in the last year uh, over there with Clemson. But then, you know, you, you have Mike Elko taken from Duke to go to the SEC. So, I mean, it, it, I, I do think it could shake the SEC up some. I think it is going to shake it up. But yeah, I mean i can i can i can agree with that statement to an to an extent though but
0: it, look uh we've had auburn l s u alabama georgia uh florida Uh, we've just we've just won national championships we've played in it uh when we didn't win it we were there like it's not like we just ever got left out of the playoffs or anything like alabama that's the thing that kind of gets me with outsiders like when i went out to the west coast in oregon everybody was just like well alabama carries the sec no they don't like georgia auburn lsu a couple times florida back to back in the day like i mean It's 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 just the strongest conference, and uh, I honestly believe that uh, Oklahoma and Texas are going to find out that it's a struggle, man. Like that you don't get to play, uh, you know, Kansas and Iowa State every now and then. Like like every week. You know, you know what frustrates
1: me though is that you know if we come in, we're coming into the into the SEC from the Big Twelve. Missouri comes in. They go to the SEC championship first year, and did they go two years in a row? Both years, both. Yeah, years. But so, then look so
0: they went ten years of straight
1: purgatory. Well, they did. But what will frustrate me more is if Oklahoma comes in and they can't even match Missouri.
2: Missouri Texas wasn't A&M. even
1: Missouri wasn't hardly ever really the top of the Big Twelve when they were there. So you know, just
0: Texas A and M couldn't match them. So no, they they've outshine Texas A&M. Yeah, I, and all so, I mean, Texas A&M's ever had is Johnny Manzo. I,
1: I will say uh, with, with Missouri, I, th- I do think there's a little bit of a difference. If, if Oklahoma were to come in and even get close to being, you know, if they're, if they're a top four team in the SEC, top three team in the SEC, I don't think Oklahoma drops off the way that, or Texas for that matter. I don't think they, well, yeah. Texas, I don't know, because Texas is still kind of fresh at being back. Uh, Oklahoma just had a down year from swapping over. Um, but you know, on, on, the other side though, I think Oklahoma and Texas really both, uh, if they don't lose Sarkeesian anyways, I think they both have the brand to keep themselves afloat where Missouri just didn't even have that brand. Um, so you, you have a, uh, you have a good year, but you don't have anything to build on top of it.
0: Do y'all really think Lanning would leave Oregon right now? He, I know he, if I'm not mistaken, he just signed the extension and does Phil Knight let him get out of Eugene with all the Nike money?
1: He, he, made, he made a statement, too, saying something about it's, it's not very often that your first head coaching job could be your last. I think he's very happy with Oregon. I think he's excited to be there. He's happy to be there. He doesn't really want to leave. Uh, and so I don't, I don't know. Um, Alabama's a hard job to pass up. What do you think, Jeremy?
2: I mean, whoever gets this opportunity to be the next head coach for Alabama— you you got some major shoes to definitely fill, but I mean I know listening to you guys talk about like who could potentially be the next head coach, I'm really like, kind of leaning towards Dabo for this situation just because like Blake said he has relationships with Alabama, have family members that still live in the Alabama area, and looking at this aspect, I think he would be a pretty good pick for for Alabama's perspective. But I mean, looking at this, looking at this kind of situation that we're talking about. It's so hard, obviously, with everything going up in the air now. Just because you you thought that this is just going to be another year for Nick Saban, just going on, but now obviously this is definitely going to be a, a monumental eye opener for a lot of these head coaches. And like like Blake said before, he had um, for the head coach of an Oregon for signing the contract and being the, your first year potentially being your last. I know you just obviously said that, but that's another good option uh opportunity for that but I mean I think he's I think he's selling in pretty well with Oregon obviously for what they just obviously did for this year but obviously anything's up in the air in this type of situation just I, like I said whoever gets the opportunity to fill the great Nick Saban's shoes. Just be aware that those shoes are about ten miles long, and you got a lot of room to definitely fill. Just, yeah, I, I, I don't know if you you obviously can't top Nick Saban's career. No, he he
1: is he is always going to be the goat. Uh, like Blake said oh, 100%. too, but uh, you know just just so everyone knows too, we we hopped on live kind of last minute, and Blake's got daddy duty. So welcome back to the show. We've got Levi Lane back on the show with us uh, again. I think he's been on once before, but uh, yeah, you know. man,
0: he's he's right here. He's He's uh, my wife's head at home, but yeah, I, I it was spur of the moment and had it to was, hop on. So it was buddy, one of those I, things
1: too, where we we just wanted to get on and 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 kind of bring, you know, talk about this news. It's big news, and that's that's the thing in the sports world. It's it's hard because you can't talk about something and somebody wants to listen to it three months later. Very often, uh, yeah. so it's definitely one of those things. But yeah, I mean, it, it's 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 crazy thinking about you know whoever does have to fill in the, the shoes of Nick Saban it's, it's not gonna it's not gonna be done that's why I don't think Alabama's ever gonna get back to where they have been uh with Nick Saban winning uh 13 big 10 or, or sorry SEC championships I, the SEC of all of all conferences to win 13 of them that's pretty 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 tough to do uh Oklahoma can brag about all their big 12 championships but again that was the big 12 and, and like you said Blake it's You face Kansas, you face Kansas. You have a tough Kansas state every once in a while. You have a tough Iowa state every once in a while. You have those teams that, you know, Vanderbilt's going to give you a tough time every once in a while. You know what I mean? So, but, but, you know, in the, in the SEC, it's absolutely different. You see that in the, in the schedule next year. Uh, And so, you know, an an easy game like Missouri turns into not such an easy game all of a sudden out of nowhere. So, you know, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun getting over to the SEC. This is kind of exciting news for me as an Oklahoma fan knowing that we don't have to go against Nick Saban, at least. So I mean, we're going to go against Alabama, but it's not a Nick Saban-led Alabama. Uh, so it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, of course, you being an Auburn fan, uh, you know, so it's just, man, this is this is an exciting time. But guys, while we're talking about coaching uh, and kind of some, some mix-up in coaching, I wanted to jump over to the NFL because a lot of mix-ups uh, kind of going over there. Blake, do you have to get going? I know you had a space to get on, too, to talk about some similar things.
0: Yeah, um, I can just, uh, I can give my little, my little piece on, uh, Pete Carroll and everything.
1: Yeah, yeah, so, I mean, uh, Pete Carroll, let's start off with him. Stepping up, it's, it's all speculation at the time, but it sounds like he might be stepping down, not leaving the Seahawks completely, but stepping into a different role. Uh, I mean, that's, that's, that was really big news and a little bit of shocking news, very similar to this Nick Saban news.
0: Yeah, uh, look, Pete Carroll, like Nick Saban, all right, up in age, he can't coach forever, y'all, uh and I think that with everything that, that they went through with the Russell thing and getting rid of Russell Wilson and they had to go to Geno, and he, he just kind of lost it a little bit with some of the guys, the key pieces that they lost from when they were on top, and that happens, man. That happens. It's a business. It's the NFL. It's the way it goes sometimes. I, I still feel
1: like he did – the best of his abilities with what he had too after losing all that. And they're still a Absolutely. contender. They're still, they still made the playoffs Absolutely. last year. I, yeah. I, I love Pete Carroll and I'm, 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 I'm happy for him. I think he gets to step down the right way, honestly.
0: And I think that's why he is going to an office job in that organization that he's going to, he's going to really, really be inside of that coaching hire. And he's going to pick the right guy for that organization. And He's going to mold him. He's going to mold him and show him the ropes and say, hey, you know, this is how we're going to do things. This is how you win Super Bowls. This is how you keep this franchise afloat. So I like the move. I'm glad he's not stepping down and just completely getting away from it. Uh, so I'm, I'm happy for the guy, man, a hell of a career. I remember when I was a teenager and he was at USC running college football uh, with Reggie Bush and Matt Leiner, Dwayne Jarrett, and all those cats, man. Uh, fun time to be alive back then but he goes to the NFL, they win Super Bowls, they play in some Super Bowls, they have the worst Super Bowl call of all time. Uh and uh you know, he he's had he's had a hell of a career. So, I wish him well and uh you know, I hate to see him go, but all good things must come to an end, Josh. So,
1: yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: I'll uh I'll check out. Like I said, man, I got daddy duty. And Ryan Williams decommitted from the University of Alabama tonight. Big news. Supposedly, yeah, and Auburn's right there on him. Supposedly, it's coming down to Alabama and Auburn uh, for the number one wide receiver in the country. So, uh, yeah, I got to go do some stuff. Everyone everyone
1: who – Everyone who doesn't know uh, Blake Lant- and Blake also has uh, the Up Tempo podcast and Auburn podcast. You guys cover yeah. you know just about everything Auburn, and, and you guys even dabble into just college football in general too. So uh, a yeah. lot of fun listening to those guys. So go ch- go check them out, especially if you're an Auburn fan. Uh, if you're an Alabama fan, maybe you want to check out see what they're talking about tonight over there on Twitter too. But <laughs> yeah, uh, man, Blake, uh, you have you have a good night. Thanks for hopping on last minute. man.
0: Yeah. no problem. Hey, fellas, y'all enjoy it, man.
1: Absolutely. But uh, Jeremy, jumping over to you, man. Pete Carroll, we'll start off with him. Uh, again, another shocking news kind of coming out of the coaching world. What do you think about Pete Carroll uh, deciding to possibly, uh, this is all allegedly right now, so it's not set in stone, but it's pretty, pretty certain reports coming out about uh, Pete Carroll stepping down uh, from his role right now.
2: This is a de- this is definitely another one of those situations where we were just talking about Nick Saban, where we had to take a take a two look for this and saying for Nick Saban now it's saying the same thing with Pete Carroll. I believe it was Pete Carroll that the announcement for him came first. Then um, yeah. Nick Saban, or, or could it could be the other way around. I
1: can't remember, but I'm pretty sure I mean, Pete Carroll or, came first. I think you're right on that.
2: Yeah, yeah. But um, for Pete Carroll and what he has done for the Seattle Seahawks organization, where do you even start? Just obviously having uh, unbelievable NFL career for what he's accomplished for his many, many. I think he's had at least what over seventeen years in the coaching in the NFL, but I, obviously I could be wrong. He's been he's been in the league for so long that you know, I, I obviously don't remember because I'm still I'm still young. I'm only twenty four yeah, years old. Yeah,
1: even before that, back in, in at USC. Uh, you know Blake mm-hmm. was talking about that. You know he was a coach there and a phenomenal coach there, coached Reggie Definitely. Bush. Uh, you know, so looking looking at everything he's able to do, I mean, he's he's accomplished so much. He's been a national champion. He's been a, a Super Bowl contender, su- Super Bowl champion. Uh, so, I mean, just seeing everything that he's been able to put together, like Blake said, I'm, I'm really happy for him that he's able to step down on his own terms. And, you know, like, like I mentioned too, the fact that he's able to put together the team that he has right now is is still very much a, a strong contender. In, in every facet of the game, I think they're a very good team at the over the Seahawks. Uh, so Pete Carroll stepping down, I think this is this is a lot of fun. Uh, you know, being able to being able to see him, uh, it's 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 exciting news. Uh, some people may hate the fact that you know now Pete Carroll is is going on, um, but you know, I, I think there's there's also a lot of people that uh, that are excited that they don't have to deal with Pete Carroll. Uh, beating them as well so uh, it's it's another exciting exciting news but going on to another one uh, because i just kind of want to get through all of these uh first we got back up to the backup podcast saying hi fellas i think that's nate over there with them so what's up nate um but yeah i mean another another one because i want to get through the nfl uh real quick just to talk about the rest of these uh kind of firings and coaching moving uh, coaching move arounds that we're seeing going on mike Vrabel, uh this is one that kind of caught me by, by surprise mike Vrabel fired from the titans uh, this is one that I thought was a little shocking. Uh, they do have new management there, so maybe the new management wasn't really excited with where Vrabel wanted to go. I look at Vrabel; I think he's a very good coach. I think he's one of those hard-nosed coaches. I think he he's very similar to me, like Dan Campbell. Uh, and so I think Vrabel is a very good coach. I think he. I, I, I think this was a bad decision. Ultimately, I I hate this decision. There might have been more to it than what meets the eye, but I I don't like. The, the Titans getting rid of Mike Vrabel uh, I personally like him a lot as a coach they had a down year and I think that's understandable with everything that's kind of moved around in in that franchise but what did you think about Mike Vrabel being fired from the Titans
2: I was in the same boat as you I don't I don't necessarily like this decision just because you look at what he's done he's he's brought up a, a good Tennessee Titans team then they've definitely made a lot of Head turns for a lot of people, obviously getting key star key stars like Derrick Henry into the picture. Then it was definitely seeing him, obviously, announcing the, his speech at the end of the, the last game for their season. That was definitely uh, a jaw-dropper and an eye-opener for a lot of Tennessee Titans fans. But looking on this head coach perspective, this is definitely something that really caught me off surprise just because, like you said – you're gonna. It's a, it wasn't a great year for the Tennessee Titans, and every every NFL team is gonna have that. Obviously, this year, just yet alone the NFL, it just seemed like it wasn't even the normal NFL that we're usually used to watching week in week out with all the injuries. I mean, I'm a Cincinnati Bengals fan. Obviously, we had uh, Joe Burrow go out for the whole season. Then Jamar Chase missed a little bit of time. Then we had a lot of key players miss some time. little year, but. This is definitely one of those moves to where I, I agree with you. I think there's some things that haven't been said that aren't going to be on paper. But as you said, having some new um, new office management and stuff like that, I, I think there might be something behind that. But like I said, nothing obviously is out on paper yet. So I think necessarily that there's definitely something that has been said but just hasn't fully been committed yet released to the public.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it's uh, I'm excited to see where he might end up, too, because uh, another one that is still on the table and now we're hearing kind of new news about it. Bill Belichick and his time with the New England Patriots was expected to be over with. But now we've gotten this far and now we're hearing reports that maybe he won't be done coaching, but he'll step down from. The personnel uh, and and things kind of in the, in the in the offices and just focus on just head coach uh, and so that that's kind of the opposite of what we're seeing from Pete Carroll where Pete Carroll might want to step down and maybe just be an office guy. Bill Belichick is stepping out of the office and being just a, a head coach guy. Uh, and so Bill Belichick, do you think it's time for him to leave, uh, or do you think maybe he, doing doing this is the right decision? Just maybe he can focus more on the game planning and things like that.
2: I think this is the right, the right thing for Bill Belichick to do, and he's had so many he's had so many years. Obviously, with Tom, and a lot of people have obviously told me ever since Tom left, Bill Belichick has been the same. But I'm like, I understand it's definitely a big change of an event for Tom and what he's obviously done, and go on to different teams and retire, come back, retire, and blah 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 blah. But I mean, you can't just judge. One per one head coach just by one individual player. It's definitely a whole team aspect, and what he's definitely put obviously out to the towards the NFL. But obviously, since the since Tom's left, it just hasn't been the same. New um, New England Patriots and that organization. But I mean, I think Bill Belichick. This is going to be another one of those situations to where we just talked about between Nick Saban and Pete Carroll. If if it is true and they just hang everything up in this situation, it's definitely going to be a whole different situation. But if Bill Belichick does what he's, I think he is going to do, which is just actually step down just as the, as the head coach and do something different. Still, obviously with the, with the Patriots organization, I think that'll be a good move, not only for Bill Belichick, but for the new England Patriots organization, just because obviously you talk about a guy with Bill Belichick, everyone, that I've talked just said, oh, it was all Tom. I'm like, whatever you. Well, gotta, and see, can't I lead a horse to water than whatever. But
1: I, I kind of feel like Bill Belichick is making the wrong move. I think she, he should take a step away from coaching, and be more of the personnel guy because he's obviously the guy that brings, uh, you know, a lot of. Uh, you know, he, he's the guy that brings a lot of unknown talent to this yeah. to the squad. So I think, I think he's making the wrong move. Um, but jumping back down to the, down to the comments, I see John Sam says Bama. Has contacted Dan Dan Lanning, Eric Biennemi. Oh, that's a, that's a name I haven't heard. Uh, no and then it also that. says De, uh, Debo Sweeney. So, uh, yeah, Eric Biennemi. That, that's that's a name I haven't heard come up, but I like that, uh, and that that's actually leads weird. me into the next the next. Uh, firing that's happened. Ron Rivera from the Washington Commanders. Uh, Eric Bieniemy, I believe, went over there with the, the commanders to try to help out the dumpster fire that's going on there in Washington uh, and not the one in the, in the White House, the one over there on the football field just outside of the city. Um, but yeah. anyways, yeah, I mean, Bieniemy, that's, that's really cool, John. Uh, so I, I hope you're right because that is exciting to think. I mean, that's that's a name I wouldn't have brought up off the top of my head, but that is a very interesting name to to kind of bring into the equation. Uh, and so it's, it's interesting. I think looking at that one, but anyways, going over to genre, uh, sorry, uh, uh, Ron Rivera, him finally being fired from the commanders. This is one that seemed very obvious to me. It seemed like it was time. Uh, obviously, I I think he's just an okay coach. I don't think he was that great of a coach. And, you know, if anything, uh, if Blake was still on, he probably agree with this. I think Cam Newton made Ron Rivera look good. So uh, I think he had some good years with the Panthers. Now he gets fired from the commanders who really haven't been anything since they were called the Redskins. And even before that, uh, it's been a while. So Ron Rivera, do you think he's going to be picked up pretty easily? Or do you think maybe he's just a coordinator type of guy? Work your way back into head coaching. Uh, What do you think about Ron Rivera getting fired from the commanders?
2: I think he's just going to be another coordinator then potentially work his way back into the head coaching situation. I mean, Ron Rivera, he's been around forever. Obviously, a lot of people remember Ron Rivera with the Chicago Bears then winning the Super Bowl back then. But, I mean, for Ron Rivera and what he did this year for the Washington football team or whatever you want to call him, I mean, Ron Rivera, it, it, nothing was clicking to me, in my opinion, for just not even necessarily alone for Ron Rivera's situation, but just the Washington Football Team. Yet alone, it just seemed like nothing was clicking at all this entire season, and they couldn't get. They had they had the they had the firepower for players. Don't get me wrong, but they just couldn't get anything clicking and rolling. I mean, you'd see a lot of times to where um, their quarterback would just lob it out there for the wideouts, and then he a potential shot and then it would either be underthrown or overthrown then not really necessarily throwing on the money compared to like say like Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson for example but i mean they've definitely had the runs Then they've had um, a lot of comebacks in the situation but i mean going back to on to Ron rivera i mean he's had 102 wins 103 losses and two ties in the regular season this is definitely that's, a guy that's
1: surprising to- you know i I didn't think he would be that close to 500, honestly. I know, I just, that's
2: what I, I was thinking. He's,
1: he's head coached for a long time. How, did, yeah. Do you have do you have pulled up how long he's been a head coach? Because I didn't realize he's coached to that much.
2: I can look it up for you.
1: I, I, I think it's also just kind of partially just because I don't really remember him being a coach until Cam Newton came along, really, for the most part. Uh, I'm sure if you brought up other teams that he coached for, I'd be like, oh yeah, duh, I remember that but it's just thinking of Ron Rivera. I just think of Cam Newton kind of bringing him to the light. Uh, and and that, that's probably, that might be a hot take. That might be a a, a crappy take, but uh, just Ron Rivera. I don't think he did anything good there in Washington. And frankly, I think uh, the Washington Redskins commanders football team, whatever you want to call them, I just think they need to uh, disband and, and, and sell everything they have. And, move on uh take your take your uh, team and go to the usfl the xfl and the little merger what is it now the ufl i think it is united football League. yeah i think
2: ufl whatever you want
1: to call um, it i'm excited for that merger uh, because i think it's two leagues that are decent but not great and so they're going to come together and make a good league Uh, so that's Mm -hmm. that's that's one i think i'm pretty excited to see how it all shapes up and it looks like bob stoops is still going to be coaching for the to the for the uh what is it arlington renegades arlington. i don't know if that's still going to be their name but uh it'll be a lot of fun did you did you find how long he's been a coach yeah
2: i i found something but obviously i don't know if this is 100 percent correct but as a coach he started coaching from the chicago bears in 97 i, rem- to I, I
1: remember that now i mean i don't Eagles remember because i was only a baby three, But then
2: back to the bears from 2004 to 2006 then went to the san diego chargers in 2007 for one season then no excuse me then he was with San, Francisco, San Diego from 2007 to 2010. From 2007, he was a linebacker coach. Then from 2008 to 2010, he was a defensive coordinator coach. Then from 11 to 2019 with the Carolina Panthers, then obviously 2020 to 2023 as the, as the head coach. So he's been I, definitely been around.
1: I do recall him being with a couple of other teams now that you mentioned. The, the, the Chargers was one that really rang a bell. Uh, and then yeah. the, the Bears, I do recall – I recall pictures of him in, a, in the Bears. I was a baby when he was with the Bears, so obviously yeah. I don't remember seeing him on the field. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy. I, I guess I didn't realize, I didn't think about how long he's been a coach, but uh, jumping back over to the Patriots, if the Patriots do decide to get rid of Bill Belichick, uh, Mike Vrabel, I really like him going over to the Patriots. be a good pick if the Patriots decide it's best to keep Bill Belichick on as a head coach, bring Mike Vrabel over with you, bring him back to the Patriots and do something special. I like Mike Vrabel a lot. I think he's a great coach. I really do. I I hate to see the Titans get rid of him. Uh, and I I might be wrong. I I don't follow the Titans that close, but man, uh, another thing too, with the jumping back to the Washington team, you know, Washington commanders, I got to make sure I say the right name now. Um, I'm seeing a lot of reports that they might go after a quarterback like Drake May or Caleb Williams, whoever might be in the, in the, you know, to their disposal in the, in the draft, Uh, maybe even Jaden Daniels. Do you think that's the right move or, because for me, I personally, I, I like, I like Sam Howell. I think Sam Howell showed that he can be a starter there in Washington and help them in their rebuild. So, I mean, I I think he's a good enough starter to work with uh, and, and kind of move up from, from him, I think personally, I, I I like him quite a bit. I didn't. I kind of want to get your thoughts. Do you think they need to move away from Sam Howell and 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 move on? Uh, maybe get a new guy because this is this is definitely the class to get it if you want to get a, a quarterback. So I understand going after a quarterback now because you've got guys like Michael Penix and Bo Nix who are actually going to be available pretty far down on the draft if you really think about everybody above them. Um, but then you've got Drake May and you've got uh, Caleb Williams and Jaden Daniels. So I mean the quarterback room is just wide open, um, but do you think that that's the right move to go ahead and get one of those top tier quarterbacks now, or do you rebuild with Sam Howell?
2: There's a part of me that wants to say rebuild with Sam Howell, but obviously there's another part of me that wants to say get get your hands on a really good quarterback. It's like you just brought up a really good mention. This year is the the year it seems like for trying to get a quarterback. We've seen so much potential for quarterbacks just throughout this entire college season. Then there's definitely a lot of good contenders obviously coming into the NFL draft for this upcoming year. But like I said, with with that being said, then with what you have for Howell, there's only so much room on the table. But to me, I kind of think of him as another situation – Like, I'm not comparing the Sam Howell to who I'm going to mention, but, I mean, just the reason why I say it's just because of how – I'm going to compare him to Baker Mayfield here for a second, just because of what he had coming and obviously people saying that – I believe you might have even said this as well, like this is his make or break year. Then, um, to me, it just – I don't know how long Sam Howell has been a quarterback for the Washington football team. But I think you know this might I'll be year two jars?
1: or three year two I mean or three. it hasn't been long uh, this is yeah. at, at, you know at, at, at the most three years um, but I'm pretty sure this was just year two for him it was it was the first year as the starter uh you know and, and so I think he stepped into the role as best he could he doesn't have a whole entourage of talent around him or anything so I think you've got to work with what you've got they got rid of guys like chase young so I, I think you, you build on that you you go after Go after Marvin Harrison Jr. and give him give him a exactly. weapon. I mean, I don't know. Trade for another pick in the end of the first round. I don't really know exactly what the draft looks like right now. I haven't dove into that yet. So uh, just looking looking at at the guys that you could go after. Go get him some weapons. Go find yourself mm-hmm. a great running back that you can Definitely. you can add to the team. Go find yourself a Marvin Harrison Jr. or a Roma Dunze. Uh, you know the, the guys that you can get outside of a quarterback i think that is also a great year to go after those kinds of guys um but that's pretty much all we got i guess uh did you did you have any more on all the coaching firings and retirings and move move arounds and step downs and step ups no i've
2: i've i've lost track of my step counter just because of all this stuff that we've been covering i mean it's definitely been a it's been a monumental day, to say the least, just for everything that's that's occurred. Obviously, then um, I'm just I'm just eager to see um, see more like in depth stories to what the truth could potentially be for each one of the the head coaches for what we just obviously mentioned off. But only until then, I can only say that my steps are all covered and I'm really tired of all the steps that we covered.
1: Just covered a lot. <laughs> no, it's, it, it was one of those times too, where we just figured, Hey, this is really big news. Let's go live right now uh, and just Absolutely. get it out there. Um, and right. we, I, we, we thought about recording uh, and doing the usual. It's usually cleaner when we do that. Uh, we may have had some stumbles here and there, but, Uh, the reason why we didn't do that is because we actually have our interview with Jonathan Isaac coming out tomorrow at 8 30 AM central. That's 9 30 AM Eastern. So go check that out. I had an amazing time talking to him. Uh, his, 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 uh, video was a little choppy and so that was a bummer, but you could hear him just fine. You can listen to his message. Uh, we talked about some things that weren't even necessarily really on my agenda to talk to him about, but it just all flowed so well. And he's got a really interesting story. So go check that out tomorrow over on our page, it will premiere at 8.30, so go check that out, and we thank you all so much for all of your love and support. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to hit that like and subscribe button. We just found out that this has been a monumental month for us, and it's a huge thanks to all of you guys that are watching. Uh, We're gonna keep on bringing you more and more content like this. The more that we grow, and the more that you guys show us support, the more we're able to kind of do spontaneous breaking news updates like this. And so this this is all because of you guys, uh, and we have grown so much because of your support, and we thank you all so much for it. So again, hit that like, hit that subscribe button. Uh, you can also hit the notification bell to know when we go live uh, like this, because this may happen more often. We never know uh, when this kind of stuff will happen. Uh, we will try to go live on Saturday morning too uh, if, if everything goes well, uh, or at least try to release something on Saturday uh, to give you guys a little bit of a NFL playoff breakdown. You can join us over on the belly up after dark tomorrow night. Uh, And I believe that is 9 p.m. Eastern time. That's 8 p.m. Central time. So join us over there. Uh, I think Jeremy and I might both be on there uh, as well as Jared uh, and then, I think we've got Hector coming on with this. So we've got some other Belly Up personalities. Go check us out over there on the Belly Up YouTube page. We are presented by Belly Up Sports. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts, make sure to give us a five-star review. And also follow us on all of the social media platforms. We've got X, formerly known as Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all of that fun stuff. So go show us some love over there. We thank you all so much for all of your love, all of your support, everything that you've done for us. And until next time.